Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. Welcome. Today's shear will be on a Posek and a Rashi comment in Parshas Vayera. Parshas Vayera, Kodesh Baruch Hu, uh, decides that he is going to destroy the cities of Sidaim. But first, he has to inform Avraham because he has promised that land to be an inheritance, inheritance to Avraham's children. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu explains, I have to tell Avraham because, ki yidatid, because, as Rashi explains, I have loved him, I have, I have endeared him to myself. Because I know that he commands his children and the people of his household after him, he commands them and they will keep the way of Hashem. In other words, he commands them that they should and must keep the way of Hashem. To do righteousness and justice. In order to bring upon Avraham that which he has spoken upon him, that which he has spoken to him. Let's see how Rashi explains this Pasuk. First of all, ki yedativ, Rashi says, l'shoin chiba. This is an expression of belovedness. We won't see the rest of this Rashi. It's not our main focus. And v'loma yedativ, and now Rashi says that Hashem explains, and why do I love him? L'man asher yitzaveh, l'fi shehum yitzaveh esbanov alai, because Avraham commands his children upon me. He commands his children regarding me, Hashem. Lishmor Darki to to keep my ways. Okay, let's continue. Laman Hovi, and here's the Rashi that we're going to focus on the most. Laman Hovi. Now the end of the Pasik says, in order to bring upon Avraham. So Rashi says, So Avraham commands his children. This is what he says to his children. Shimru Derach Hashem, guard the way of Hashem. Do the mitzvahs, do what Hashem wants. Kedeshi Avial Avraham, in order that Hashem should bring upon Avraham the good things that he has promised to Avraham. Now, Rashi says, I'll base Avraham Lainema. It doesn't say that, that Avraham, Avraham says to his children, You should do this, you should be good, so that Hashem should bring upon the household of Avraham, upon the the family and the descendants of Avram, that it doesn't say exactly. Ella al Avraham. It says, be good so that Hashem should bring good things upon Avraham. So the Madnu says Rashi, we learn from this. Kolamamid ben Sadik, whoever establishes, whoever makes a son who is a righteous person, ki'ilo enome. So it's as if the father has never died. So according to Rashi, the end of this Pasik. These are part, these are some of the words. These, this is a part of the words that Avram used to say to his children. 
He used to say to them, keep the way of Hashem, to do righteousness and justice in order that Hashem should bring upon you and me that which he spoke to me, that which he spoke about Avraham. All the promises of, of, uh, of, of receiving Eretz Yisrael and being the, the chosen nation and, and all the good things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised to Avram. Avram would tell his children, serve Hashem and do what's right in order that Hashem should bring that upon you. Now, this raises a very obvious question. It sounds like Avraham is telling his children to follow the ways of Hashem in order to be rewarded. We know the famous Mishnah in Pirkei Oves, Perak Aleph Mishnah Gimel, that says, the Antigonites Ish Seiche, the the Chacham in Perkei Oves admonishes us: we should not be like servants who serve the master in order to receive reward. Rather, we should serve Hashem with love. Shaloy Almanas the Kabbal Pras. Here, it seems like Avraham is telling his children that they should serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu in order Laman Havi, in order that Hashem should bring upon Avraham and his children everything that he promised them. Parenthetically, it's not exactly a parenthesis, but going off a little bit from the track of Rashi and taking a look at a, some statements from the Rambam, the Rambam in the 10th parak of Hilchis Tshuva, the Rambam expands and expounds upon this idea that is found in Pirkei Oves. And he says that a person should not serve, should not do mitzvahs, he should not do the mitzvahs in order to receive the various blessings which are written in the Torah, and not even that he should be zaycha, that he should merit to oilam haba to the to the next world. That's not why he should do mitzvahs, and that's not why he should refrain from sin, says the Rambam. Rather, I'm skipping a few lines. But rather, the Rambam says that a person should serve Hashem me'ava, he should serve Hashem out of love. He says, a person should do the truth because it is true. In the end, some good things, some reward will come in the end. He says, This is a very great milo, this is a very great level to serve Hashem like that. Not every wise man merits this. The Rambam says, This is the milo, this is the level of Avram Avinu. That we find in a Pasuk and Navi that a Kodesh Baruch Hu refers to Avraham as Ohavi. You are my friend. You are the one that loves me. Because Avram only served HaKadosh Baruch Hu me'ava. Avraham Avinu did not serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu because he wanted to get something out of it. He served, he did the emes, he did the truth, he did what's right because it's right. So if we go with this Rambam, the question on Rashi is, is even stronger. How could it be that of all people, Avram Avinu would tell his children, 
do the mitzvahs so Hashem should do good to me and to you. Avram Avinu is the epitome of serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Shaloy Almanas the Kabbal Pras, not for the sake of receiving reward. He is he is the epitome of that of that midah. And so how could it be over here that according to Rashi, this is what Abraham was saying to his children. And if we think about it, Rashi didn't even have to say this. Apparently, Rashi created this problem for himself. Because if we look at the Pasuk itself, it could have been explained differently. And some of Farshim do explain it differently. If we look at the Pasuk itself, it says, Abraham uh, commands, I love Abraham because he commands his children and he tells them, Shamru derech Hashem mishpat. Okay, that's fine. He tells his children to do what's right. But these last words, Laman hovi Hashem al Abraham, don't, do not have to be explained. They can be explained not as being from the words of Avram Avinu to his children, but rather the words of Hashem. I've mentioned at other times the um, early 20th century uh, rabbi, Rav David Svi Hoffman, uh, who, uh, among other things, wrote a commentary on Chumash. Rav Hoffman explains the end of this Pasek that these are the words of Hashem. We'll take a look over here. Laman Hovi. We'll just read a few words. Einenu musavo mishpat. The words Laman Hovi, in order that Hashem should bring upon Abraham, is not connected to the first, the words just before it. Keep, do what's good and what's right. Ki'ilu nitztabu banov mishpat the pras. As if the children of Avraminu were commanded by their father to do righteousness, to, to act in a righteous way in order to receive the, the reward. No. The end words of the ending words of this Pasuk are referring back to the beginning of the Pasuk. It is part of the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose to love Abraham in the first place. Lamor, this means to say, Hashem v'achar Abraham Hashem in the first place chose Abraham that he should command his children to go in the way of Hashem. In order that he, Hashem, should be able to fulfill the promise that he gave. In other words, part of a Kodesh Baruch's plan in choosing Abraham who is the type of person who will certainly encourage his children to continue in his righteous way, part of the reason HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose Abraham is because in the end, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to bring upon Abraham certain good things. Laman havi Hashem al-Abraham So it's not according to Rav Hafman, and if you look carefully in the Svarno, it's also like that, I believe. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu who wanted to bring upon Abraham these good things. Not that Abraham was serving Hashem for that purpose, and he was not even commanding his children to serve Hashem for that purpose, because that, that would be not the highest madrega. That is not the best way to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu in order to receive reward. But of course, a Kaddish Baruch Hu, yes, we know a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants to reward Sadiqim. We have many, many psukim uh, like that. So, Rashi almost created this problem for himself. Rashi insisted that 
starting from the words Veshamru Derech Hashem, is all the words of Avram Avinu, and the, the, the words of Avram Avinu continue all the way to the end of the Pasuk. And included in those words are, Laman Havi Hashem al Avraham, Esa Shediver Alav. That Avram said to his children, I want you to do what's right, and I want you to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and I want you to do justice and righteousness in order that Hashem should bring upon me and you the promises that he has made. And Rashi insisted on explaining it that way. And now we are stuck with a question. Whatever happened to the principle of not serving a Kodesh Baruch Hu for the purpose of receiving reward? So the one super commentary on Rashi that I found who addresses this question directly is in a sefer called the Er Mayim Chaim. The Er Mayim Chaim was written by Rabbi Chaim, who is best known as the, the brother of the Maharal. He was a great Talmud Chacham in his own right. He wrote several svarim, and he wrote a super commentary on Rashi. And he raises this point. He says that it sounds like from this Rashi that Avraham was telling his children to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Amanas, the Kabbal Pras. But he says, don't ask that kasha. It's not, not a kasha. He says, for surely, Habonim Haktanim, small children, the Kol Chaseri Haseichel, and all those who are lacking in intelligence, Shahasagosim Rochik Milahasig, that their grasp, their understanding is far from being able to grasp that it is proper to serve Hashem from love. So people who don't quite have the, the mental and spiritual capability of serving a Kodesh Baruch purely out of love. So yesh the karvon v'dover amusik etzlam, we should be makar of them. We should bring them close to the service of Hashem with something that they'll understand. For example, that they should serve a Kodesh Baruch in order to receive reward. So in other words, the Sefer Be'emayim Chayim, the brother of the Maral, is explaining that of course Abraham served the Kaddish Baruch Hu absolutely l'shem shemayim. He had no intent upon receiving the reward. Well, he knew there was a reward. The rewards are nice things, but that's not why he was serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu. He was serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu because that's what you do. Like as the Rambam says, he was he was doing the MS Mibneshi MS. He did that which was true and correct because that's what's true and correct. To whom did he say, to whom was he speaking when he said, Laman Havi, in order that Hashem should bring that which he has spoken. He's only speaking to his children, he's speaking to his young children. He's speaking to Besai, he's speaking to members of his household. We know the Rambam had a large household. He had many Avodim, he had many servants, he had many people that uh, he and Sarah had been Megayar, he converted them to, to his emuna in one God. Not all of these people had the spiritual and mental capacity to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu purely out of a love of the truth. To them, he said, okay, serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu in order to get the rewards that he has promised. Very nice. And, and before we continue, really what uh, Reb Chaim, the brother of Maharal, what he's, what he's really saying is a Rambam. 
We skipped a few words in the Rambam before, uh, but really the Rambam already said this. The Rambam, when he talks about serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Almanas, the Kabul Pras, in order to gain rewards, so he says that's really not the right way to do it. He says, Ein roi Hashem You shouldn't do this. Elo, except, he says, the only people who serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu like this are Ame Ha'aretz, ignorant people, Vanoshim in the women. If there are any women listening, I will have to apologize for the Rambam here. That's a separate issue. Seems to me, I, I know some women who can serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu very sincerely. But anyway, Ame Ha'aretz, Vaktanim, and children, that we train them to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu out of fear, and he also means out of a desire to, to get certain rewards, until their knowledge will grow, until their understanding will grow, and then they will be able, eventually they will be able to serve Hashem out of love. So this, this point, it certainly goes for much farther back than the Maharal's brother. It really goes back all the way to the Rambam. The only problem is, Rashi, really the Pusik itself, does not sound like this. It does not sound like the Pusik. It does not sound from the Pusik. It does not seem to be from the Pusik that these words, the manha vi Hashem, were only spoken to Abraham's children and servants and uh, those he had converted who may not have been on his level of spiritual and intellectual subtlety. How do I know that? Because it says, Laman Havi Hashem al Abraham. Abraham said, I'm telling you to keep these mitzvahs. I'm telling you to do the way of Siddhaqam Mishpat in order that Hashem should bring on me Esa Shedibar Alav. Rashi says, why does he mention himself? He doesn't say, Beis Avraham. He says, Avraham. So Rashi says, ben Okay, by having righteous children, so it's like Avraham will stay alive. He'll still be there. Even though Avraham is not going to inherit Eretz Yisrael in the physical sense in his lifetime, there's going to have to be a Golas in Mitzrayim. It's going to take a while. But in some sense, because it's going to be his children, so it's like he's going to be there, assuming that he has a Ben Sadik. But the Pasuk says, Laman Havi Hashem al Avraham. It sounds like Avraham wants this for himself. And so we still have a question. What's going on here that Avraham Avinu is encouraging his children to serve a Kodesh Baruch in order that he and them, he's very generous to so let them enjoy it too, but in order that he should get certain rewards. What's that about? I think the answer to this, the key to this answer is really in another Rashi, as is often the case that one Rashi comment reflects upon another. There is a Pasek in Parshas Lech Lecha, after HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives to Avraham the whole mitzvah of Mila. So then it says, Vayichal Hashem finished speaking to him, Vayal Elohim Me'al Abraham. And then 
Hashem, then God rose up from upon Avraham. So what does this mean? Hashem rose up from his position above Avraham. So Rashi says, This is literally a clean language in relationship to a Kodesh Baruch. In other words, this is a nice way of speaking. It's a euphemism. Kodesh Baruch Hu, um, it wasn't like he was standing right next to Avraham talking the way I talk to you. Kodesh Baruch Hu was above Avraham. And when he was, and there was communication going down from a Kodesh Baruch Hu to Avraham. And then, so to speak, a Kodesh Baruch Hu lifted himself up from on top of Avraham and went away. But now Rashi says, We learn from here that Sadiqim, that the righteous, are they are the chariot of Hashem. What does it mean? What does Rashi mean that Sadiqim are the chariot of Hashem? I mean, on a little, little literal level, Rashi is saying that the, the meaning of this Pasuk, that Hashem rose up, may al Avraham, that it's as if Avraham was this chariot, and Hashem was sitting in the chariot, communicating, connecting with Avraham, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu raised himself up out of that chariot. But of course, this is not literal. What is the, what is the intended meaning? The Balatanya, the first Rebbe of Chabad, Rebishneir Zalman of the Adi, so he explains in a number of places this concept of Merkavte Shalmokim. And in general terms, he explains that just like a, a wagon or a chariot, its only real function is to hold the people who are in it. It's not something for itself. It's entirely meant to serve those who ride in it. And Sadiqim, especially Sadiqim like the Ovais, like Abraham, their entire being was only to serve HaKadosh Baruch The rest of us, uh, we serve ourselves to some extent. We like the food that we eat, and we, uh, we enjoy this and that, and we do things because we want, even things that are permitted. But to be honest, not everything we do is for HaKadosh Baruch Halabai, everything we should do is, everything we do should at least be permitted by HaKadosh Baruch But to say that every single act that we do is all for the sake of a Kodesh Baruch If you think that about yourself, I uh, I can first of all tell you to go to home to uh, go to a good store and buy a good mirror and take a good long hard look. And I may also recommend a psychiatrist for you. A lot of what we do is not really for a Kodesh Baruch but the Avais and the big Sadiqim, they are Merkav Teishel They are a Merkav They are just like a chariot that just holds the Shechina. That's all they're there for. And the Alter Rebbe explains in a number of places as follows. We'll read here just a few words from something that he says in Perek Lamites. He says a, more or less the same idea in a number of places. He says, Avaidasam Haisa, the, the Avaida, the service of the Avais. It was It was in a way that they were a Merkava. They were literally a chariot for the Ein Seif Baruch for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They became bottle to HaKadosh Baruch in Mitzius, in reality. They became totally 
subsumed in the reality of HaKadosh Baruch And they became included in the light of HaKadosh Baruch In other words, it's not that there was, by us, there's me, there's HaKadosh Baruch I try to be a good boy. I, I, I try to do things for HaKadosh Baruch Even, let's say, to some extent, even things that I do for myself, like eating and sleeping, uh, but I try to have in mind that the end result of my eating and drinking and my sleeping should be to make me stronger so I can serve a Kaddish Baruch I'm not so sure that's true about me, but some people. But there's me and there's a Kaddish Baruch And there's quite a distance between us. But when we talk about Sadiqim on the level of Avram Avinu, they are bottled to HaKadosh Baruch and they are nichlal bo'ira yizboruch. They are, so to speak, it's, it's hard to find words to say these concepts, but they are included in his life. There's no self for them. Everything they do is completely for HaKadosh Baruch And therefore, there's no question, there's no uh, consideration. One doesn't have to measure what does Avram do for himself, and what does Avram do for HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Nor is there a question of how Avraham uses what Hashem gives him. Does he use it for himself? Does he use it for HaKadosh Baruch Hu? By us, yes, there's a question. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us certain good things in this world. And now there's a question, how are we going to use it? Are we going to use it, first of all, in a way that's permitted by the laws of the Torah? Are we going to use it purely for our own benefit? Are we going to give away some, some of it to tzedakah? Are we going to use it at least to make ourselves feel better and stronger so that we can ultimately serve HaKadosh Baruch But all of those questions are null and void when you're talking about a tzaddik like Avram Avinu. By a tzaddik like Avram Avinu, he's not a separate entity from HaKadosh Baruch You cannot, we cannot talk about what belongs to Hashem and what belongs to Avram Avinu. What belongs to Avram Avinu belongs to Hashem. Whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives to Avram Avinu, it's like it didn't go to a separate entity. It just went from one hand to another, so to speak. And therefore, the good things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised to Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu wanted them, but he didn't want them for himself. He wanted them for the glory of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because it was the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give to him Eretz Yisrael, to give that to him and, and to his descendants, then that's what Avraham Avinu wants. It's not for himself. And it's not even how he's going to use it for the service of Hashem. He is not himself. He himself is included in a Kodesh Baruch Hu And therefore, the, the toivos, the favors that a Kodesh Baruch Hu does for Avraham, Avraham Avinu wants them because Hashem wants them. And therefore, it is not inappropriate for Avram Avinu to say to his children, I want you to do what's right. I want you to do the mitzvahs. I want you to serve a Kaddish Baruch I want you to do Stucco Mishpat, Leman, in order that Hashem should bring upon you and even upon me that which he has spoken. Because this that Avraham Avinu wanted these things is only for the greater glory of a Kaddish Baruch because there's no such thing by Avram as myself, what I want for myself. That concept already, he is way past that. 
And therefore, when he says, I want a Kodesh Baruch Hu to bring these things upon Avraham, upon me, that is the same as saying, I want a Kodesh Baruch Hu to do what he said he wants to do. Because what a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants is what I want. And there's no, there's no distance whatsoever between those two desires. Perhaps that is the explanation of this Rashi. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com slash